What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hoop Talk. Today, we're going to talk about the NBA officially starting about a month ago. Um, and we'll just talk about what teams are doing good, what teams are on the rise, what teams are on their fall. Uh, we'll be talking about the Warriors in this episode a lot. We'll be talking about the Lakers a lot. We'll, be, we'll also be talking about some other small teams that are doing very well, uh, like the Wizards, um, small market teams, I mean. The Wizards are doing well. Um, the Nets are finding their rhythm after um after james harden's slow start he he's still he's still pretty slow out there um but the the nets are doing well yeah (laughs) um the bucks are also out to a slow start and um pretty much a lot of the eastern conference teams that were in the playoffs last year like the celtics the bucks the hawks they're all off to a slow start so we'll be talking we'll be talking a lot about that today but first let's just start out with the Warriors, uh, they're currently number one in the league right now at a, with a 11 and two record. They're eight and two in their last ten games, um, and they don't even have Clay back, and they're they're just doing great with their team right now. The Curry's doing well after after he had a he actually had a pretty slow start, but he's doing pretty well. Andrew Wiggins is filling his role. Gary Payton is also doing well off the bench. Their, their draft picks are getting in there too, like Jonathan Kuminga. Also, they picked up Nemanja Bielitsa in free agency, and he proved to be a solid pickup for them. Um, overall, this, their team is playing amazing behind Curry, and I think it's going to be really scary once Clay comes back. Uh, the Warriors are looking like the best team in the league, except like when Steph's not on the floor. In terms of shot creation and like offensive gravity, there's like zero like any time when Steph's not on the floor, which caused them to be pretty slow. Um, they're about a negative one right now in terms of box plus minus when Steph's not on the floor, um, which is a lot better than it was like negative 30 last year. And their defense is looking good. Draymond finally remembered how to play basketball. Jonathan Kaminga's back in the rotation after spending a couple days in the G League. Um, he's looking great. He needs to knock down some more shots, but that's gonna come with time. Uh, Jordan Poole's doing his thing. Um, like you said, Gary Payne Jr. has like mad hops and he's really good at defense. The Warriors looking good. They're not, I wouldn't say they're the best team in the West right now. Um, I'd give that mm. to Phoenix. Phoenix okay. hasn't lost a game in like two weeks. Um, they're currently on an eight game winning streak. So right now I'm giving it to Phoenix um, for the team that looks most like a title contender, even though Devin Booker is still kind of playing like poop. Um, <laughs> but like. Uh, yeah, they're looking good. The Warriors are looking good. I wouldn't say best team yeah. in the league. I'd say they gotta wait till Clay comes back, see if, see how he fits back into the offense, like how minutes are gonna work, because um, they have a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of depth at the shooting guard and like small forward position. So I'm wondering where they're gonna play him or if they're gonna keep Jordan Poole there. A lot of options for the Warriors. They're very offensively deep, so they're looking good. Yeah. Um. Curry's averaging 28 on the season. Andrew Wiggins averaging 18. Jordan Poole averaging 17 a game. Andrew Wiggins um, is great. He's been playing yeah, great. Yeah, he's looking great. Um, also, I mentioned I mentioned Nemanja Bialica. He's shooting 46% from three. Jesus. Otto Porter shooting 43% from three. Damian Lee shooting 39.5. Um, so their, their shooting is, is doing great. I mean, Curry's only 38 right now. 
yeah. which is still good, but like for Curry, it's subpar. Um, but when Curry picks it up, it's gonna be it's gonna be scary. Yeah. Um, but overall, yeah, like you said, their their whole team is looking good, and they have yeah. they have a deep roster. Like eleven players right now have uh, like at least twelve minutes a game. Yeah, I mean they're scoring the most points in the league. They have the third best defense in the league. They're playing super fast. They're making a lot of threes. And they also they just they look like they're having a lot of fun right now. Like comparatively to like to past seasons, this team just like they're they're smiling when they're out there. Stuff looks stuff looks great. Everybody's just this looks like this looks like maybe, okay. I take back my comment about the Suns. This looks like the team right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you're beating this team, then that's a really good day for you in the NBA right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Suns now. They're on a nine-game winning streak, like you said. They haven't lost in a while. Um, they're ten and three on the season right now. Only one game behind the Warriors. Um, so DeAndre Ayton has been out for a little bit now, mm-hmm. and guess who has stepped up in his absence? McGee. That's right. That's right. The man, the myth, the legend, Javale McGee. On the last game. He had 19 points, 14 rebounds, and three blocks, and he became just the 10th NBA player to hit those marks in a game in as little as 25 minutes. He's the best player in the league. Like, what, what, what can we say? Of course, of course. Chris Paul, like, is doing, he's doing his thing. His scoring's been down the whole year, but what's it called? Frank Kaminsky has been a great pickup for them. Like That's, their center, their yep. center position. Like if they, they there's a lineup where they play Javale and Frank on the floor at the same time, and it's like a plus like 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 15 like they're 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 looking good uh and what's it called cameron johnson cam johnson's having a really bad season like so far at least he started off pretty slow and they're still playing pretty good they're looking yeah. they're looking like a team right now and they have chandler hutchinson <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh devin booker's only averaging 22 right now um which is good but it's still subpar for him the rest of the team uh, they actually have a pretty solid rotation in there with um, with Kaminsky, like you said. Yeah. Cameron Payne is averaging 10 on the season, picking up where he left off from the playoffs. Yeah. JaVale McGee is averaging 10. Jake Crowder is averaging 9 points a game. Um, and they they also have some pretty solid shooters, I would say. Mikal Bridges averaging yeah. 43% from 3 this season. Um, picking also picking up where he left off from. He's scoring from the a lot. Yeah, him him and uh, Cameron Penn are, are great uh, depth players for, yeah. for the Suns. And they're playing like a like a very like what's it called? They're playing like 12, 12 guys down. Like they're playing yeah. down, like Abdul Nader is playing like eleven minutes. He's the twelfth guy in the roster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like uh, like we said, Book's gonna pick it up. Um, Cam Johnson's gonna start making more threes. Chris Paul's going to start, well, just shooting more, hopefully. I mean, or he can just stay at 14 points the rest of the season. But, uh, yeah, this this team looks like, they they look like they're back to being finals ready, even though Aiton's not exactly back to where he was, and they still haven't paid him. But, yeah. Um, so those are, like, the top two teams in the West. Currently, the West is um, looking kind of, like, relatively similar to last year, except for the Warriors, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the the teams that are at the bottom are are the teams that are usually at the bottom, 
Yeah. Like the, the Rockets, Pelicans, Spurs, Timberwolves. <laughs> the, the Rockets Thunder. are so bad. Oh my god. Yeah. They have one win. Um also the Trailblazers are number ten right now. Yeah. They they just look out of sorts. Um I mean because of Dame. Uh, Dame had a slow start. He's kind of picking it back up a little bit, but their whole team just doesn't they don't look good right now. Well, what's it called? I mean, they're not scoring a ton, like you said, because Dame's just not making any shots. Like, um, and Chauncey Billups' new defense has proven it's a very like. So if the ball handler comes up, then if he calls a screen, they'll initially attack the ball handler and then try to make a quick switch, or they'll rotate out, and that's not proving to be like good at all against like really good three-point shooting teams like against a team like the Warriors they can just move the ball and then eventually they'll go and open three um it hasn't really paid off and they're 19th in the league right now in like points against uh they're, they're just not looking like I mean CJ is not even playing like I mean he's not playing like he should either like he's playing well he's just not playing like he normally does hopefully they all pick it up Larry Nance Jr. um has been a good pickup for CJ? them yeah CJ is currently averaging the most points on the team. He's averaging 0.7 more points than Dame is. <laughs> than <laughs> but still, like, I mean, CJ shooting CJ horrible averaging more points than CJ averaging more points yeah. than Dame. That's unheard of. Also, it's another never thing, happened. Yeah, and Dame's like not getting to the free throw line at all. Norman Powell is averaging more free throw attempts than Dame is, um, which should tell you something about the way he's playing right now. Could it be um, the rule change? Maybe. I mean, the rule change. What? Oh, well, well, I mean, that, Dame. Dame. What? Dame isn't really the type of player like yeah. Harden, where he just looks for fouls. I don't think. I don't think his free throw attempts is because of the rule change. I, I just don't think he's being yeah. as aggressive as he was last season. And like, what's it called? Those open like sidestep threes that he would make off of like off of like n- like Nurkic screens. He's just not making them. Like, it, it's a. It's definitely happening to a couple players in the league right now. Like Jason Tatum, who we'll talk about later, is also having that same problem. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I mean, I'm a I'm a Dame supporter. Uh, hopefully, he picks it back up. You know. Also, but they they should be. They should be happy because a lot of their young guys, uh, Afrini Simons and Nasir Little, um, who were both looking like complete busts last year, um, are playing pretty well. I mean, Afrini Simons needs to shoot better from three, but yeah. So the last team we'll talk about right now is the Lakers. They're uh, floating around 500 at 8-6. and six. So the thing with the Lakers, obviously we've said this before the season, everyone knows about it. Their health is probably the most important thing uh, that they need right now. I mean, it's not even the dudes that we thought we were going to get injured are getting injured. Yeah, I mean, the, the youngest <laughs> guys on the team are getting injured. Yeah. So, it's um, that's un- that's unfortunate yeah. part about it. But Austin Reeves is was out is out for like two weeks. Kendrick Nunn has been out from the beginning of the season. Taylor Horn Tucker. He's also a young up. guy. He's been out, but he just came back. So all the young guys are pretty much injured for now. Trevor Ariza has been out from the beginning of the season. LeBron has also been out for a little bit, but he's expected to come back soon. Um, so a lot of injuries for this Laker team. And they're still doing relatively well, staying above 500. Um, but they just have some games where it just makes you question the entire lakers team i mean like uh like that game against the timberwolves oh man boy, that was whew. 
Yeah, me and Moody were watching that together. Yeah. It was just very was, embarrassing. I mean, there's just there's some really weird things going on. Like AD's playing. Like usually when AD takes his weird like high post fadeaways and he's making them, I don't really complain. But he's missing like a lot of them right now. Like currently he's shooting 35% on shots that are from 16 to 22 feet. Um and then inside he's not shooting particularly well. And then also this Westbrook experiment, it's just there's just so many things that need to be worked out still. Like yeah. when there there have been times on the floor where like Westbrook doesn't know what to do, like in a pick and roll with AD. Like he'll like awkwardly pass it off to Malik Monk and then Malik Monk will like take a side step three and air ball. Like Wayne Ellington's helped a little bit with his with his shooting, but he's not exactly like, you know, he's no he's no Clay Thompson. So I mean, uh, he is shooting 45% from three. He, he's been shooting well, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> there's no, like... Also 100% from free throw line. <laughs> but way to go, Wayne Ellington. Way to go. Yeah. No, um, but it's like... I yeah, don't know, Westbrook the, is Westbrook is averaging five turnovers a game. I think that's... He's, his, he's, he's, he's far still, and above. He's still getting all the triple doubles he wants. He He's, he's scoring is at will. It's just... The turnovers needs to need to be cleaned up a little bit, and sometimes he just looks way too out of control, and throwing lazy passes and passes that go out of bounds. It's just like sometimes when you're watching him, you just you 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 see that he's getting out of control. He just needs to calm down a little bit. Um, he's averaging nineteen nine and eight, which is really good um, stats wise, but it's different. When he's on the floor, I mean, just the turnovers are probably the the problem here. And I mean, um, like, I don't know. This Lakers, they just they just look really weird. Like, they'll 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 have a good win against like a solid team, then they'll lose to a really bad team. Like, what's it called? Um, it's even worse than I thought it was. AD shooting thirty two percent from his his most frequent shot on the floor, which is a mid range pull up. Or mid range fadeaway. He's, he's shooting um twenty percent from three. Yeah, which is like god I think that'll pick back up. He's just not taking a lot right now. Like he's taken uh I mean he's taken thirty three pointers on the season, he's made six of them. Um so hopefully that picks back up. But even if it's not, I think he's still they still have to respect his three to a certain degree. I mean, if he continues to shoot like this, no they won't, but I don't know, this Lakers team, they just they're not looking great, man. Not looking great. Yeah, um, I think a bright spot from the team is Carmelo. He's been well, playing out well, of his mind. What's it called? Lately. Carmelo's been playing, and then he started playing like doo doo. Yeah, and, I mean, a couple bad games. He'll get back but into. That, it. But he's shooting forty-seven percent from three. Yeah, he's averaging sixteen points a game, four rebounds. Um, he's he's looking solid. Uh, when when uh, when LeBron James. Got injured. That's when he really stepped it up mm-hmm. uh, with his. Sh- I think. I think the the main thing that they need from him is just his shooting. Yeah, um, I mean, like his it, spot up shooting. Not when he goes to ISO and tries oh to do all that. It's it's kind of like he misses a lot of those. But when he get just gets the ball and it's a catch and shoot, he makes a lot of them. Yeah, that's that's what they need from him. Like Wayne Ellington, Malik Monk, those are the guys where they need spot up shooting from. Yeah, and I mean, it's not even like when Melo takes the ball iso, he just, he doesn't see the rest of the floor. Like, comparatively to like, like a 2000, like a 2012 Melo, like we're fine with him taking those post fades. 
but it's like it stops the offense. And the same thing with AD's like post fades. When he's not making them, it stops the flow of like, which is already a very slow running, like not 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 very many plays being drawn offense. Um, and that just makes it even slower. So I don't know. It's a we're a very fat heavy team right now. That that's how I would put it. <laughs> There's just there there needs to be a little bit of like right now the Lakers are in a bit of a bulk. Like they need to be, they need to go on a bit of a cut, especially shot selection wise. But yeah. All right. Enough about the Lakers. We're showing our All right. here. Let's, let's talk about now, the East. This is what I want to talk Conference. about. The Eastern Conference. Yes. All right. The Washington Wizards. Montrez Harrell is currently the MVP of the league. Well, he's <laughs> he's he's fourth in vote in fourth. The in, MVP of the league. Um, Kyle Kuzma. Um, as we know, the Lakers effect continues. Anytime a player leaves oh, the Lakers, they just can, they just become a better basketball player. There's not, there's no real explanation around it, but I guarantee you an ESPN documentary will be made in a couple of years. Um, <laughs> um, also Alex Caruso has been doing amazing. As Alex well Caruso also been Lakers. playing well. Yeah. I mean, there's... Uh, and this is Washington is currently number one seed in the East with Bradley Beal playing very bad basketball. Um, Bradley Beal is currently not making any yeah. shots, and I do I do think part of that is due to the foul rule, and also the foul rule in general. I think the way officiating has been has been done in the league has just been loosened a little bit. There's just there's been a lot more contact. Um, a lot of the times when dudes will go up to the rim, they'll get hit a little bit. Like, what would be considered a foul last year? Like, a little bit of a slap on the arm. Not like a slap, but, you know, just like a little bit of contact up in the air. Um, that's no longer a foul a lot of the time for these refs. But it hasn't been consistent. Like, um, there are those times, especially when you look at Harden will continue to do his same, like, the same rip through will grab, like, the defender's arm. And that'll be called a foul sometimes and won't be called a foul other times. I think it's just... Sometimes they even call offensive fouls on them. Yeah. Like, there's... There needs to be some consistency with the officiating, but I do appreciate like the more the focus on more physicality this year. I think it's yeah, I think it's, I, I really love it. Yeah, I love like the new rules. what's it called? Watching NBA games this year has been significantly more fun than it was last year. Like there's a lot less stoppages of play. Um, it's just like the games are flowing like a lot a lot more, and the games are significantly shorter. Last year, average a game was like two and a half hours. I think it's down to like one hour and like forty five like forty five fifty minutes now. So an hour and fifty? No. Yeah, dog. That can't be right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That can't be right. We just I think we're because we watch Lakers games and they take forever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. On, on your uh, point with Bradley Beal, he's shooting twenty five percent from three, forty percent from field goal. Uh he's still averaging twenty three points a game yeah. with five rebounds, five assists. But like I think it's it's really crazy how they're 10 and 3 top of the east and Bradley Beal's playing like this. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like Spencer Kuzma is Kuzma's averaging 15 points a game and 9 rebounds. He's leading the team in rebounds. Dinwiddie's averaging 16, Harrell's averaging 18 and 9. KCP averaging 9 points a game. Uh his his shooting his shooting is still uh 34% so he hasn't. He's still uh, <laughs> continuing with continuing with that. But nine points a game is not bad. But yeah, yeah the, so they, I mean, they look solid. They look like a playoff team. Like they, I mean, they they made an investment. They decided no, we're not going to trade Bradley Beal. We're going to pick up a Kuzma. We're going to pick up a Harrell. We're going to pick up um, a Spencer Dinwiddie, and it's all paid off so far. They're they're looking good. I, I 
I don't think they're gonna be. They're, I don't think they're gonna maintain that number yeah. one seed. No, obviously, it, it, it's gonna go down. But like when teams like yeah, Milwaukee climb I back think, up the ladder, but I don't think they're gonna be in the play. And I think they're gonna be like a like a, a they're gonna have a spot in the play. Yeah, so this, I think they're, they're this gonna is be like, like a, a seventh. This is seed. I'd say fifth or sixth. Yeah, I think if Bradley Beal picks it up. All right, next team. The Nets. Okay, um, Kevin Durant's uh, the best player in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's it called? If you watch like. If you sit down and watch like a couple of Kevin Durant, let's just like like highlight videos. Like, I think he's he's at the point now where like it's nothing else matters to him really. Like he kind of just he gets the ball, um, he just pulls up and it goes in. Like he's shooting in. Uh, l- l- let's see what he's shooting from the field here. I think it's like last time I checked, it was like absurd. I want to see if it's fifty-eight percent. Oh my god! And forty-two percent from three. Yeah. Um, he's also become, it's, uh, his assist numbers have generally stayed the same, but from the couple of next games that I've watched, he's just become a, like a way smarter passer. A lot of the time when Harden's off the floor, he's the main offensive, like initiator. Um, he's making really smart plays. He's making a lot of, he's just, he's not missing. Um, and he's currently, I think he's leading the league in scoring. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, he has 29 points a game. Yeah, um, I think if the Nets end up the second or first seed, it's between him and Steph for MVP or Jokic. I think those are the three MVP frontrunners. Yeah. Not Harden though. Harden's playing like garbage. Yeah, Harden. Harden has uh, gotten off to a slow start. I think the rule change has definitely impacted that. I mean, you see a lot of plays where he's he's hooking a player's arm or he's uh, he's um, flopping after he shoots the three. And they're not calling those yeah. anymore. But it's and not even it's really affecting his game. It's not. He's only averaging 19 this season. Yeah, I think he will get over it because he's like one of the best scorers of all time. But I just think it's like I also I I don't blame him entirely because, well, the officiating hasn't been super clear a lot of the time. Like there there will be times where the officiating is like well they're they'll they'll allow like very petty fouls that they've allowed in the past. Um, but sometimes then they'll they'll call an offensive foul on Harden like you said so. And also, it doesn't yeah. seem like like Kyrie's gonna come back. Yeah, it's like we're. I think we're kind of past. Same thing with Ben Simmons. I think we're kind of past that point. Like, there's always those years where like those those couple of superstars just don't play. Uh, a lot of the time, it just does end up being Kyrie though. Um, and yeah, uh, it, it it is kind of disappointing because um, Kyrie Irving is one of the best players in the world, and him being on this team would help them significantly. But they've, they've, uh, especially Patty, Patty Mills. What a great player. Oh, yeah. Patty Mills is points a game. fantastic. LaMarcus Aldridge averaging 12 points a game. Joe Harris averaging 11. Patty Mills is shooting 48% from three. Wow. He might be the best point guard in the league right now. If we, like, if oh, we think about it. Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. My bad. Stop it with that. It's Luke Kennard. Um... <laughs> No, but Brooklyn. Uh, Joe Harris uh, also shooting well, like he normally does. Yeah, forty-six percent from three. Um, James Harden is his uh, free throw attempts. I just looked it up. He's averaging five free throw attempts this season. Last season he was averaging seven. Um, so it's not like a significant drop, but it's it's those two. It's just it's two it's, points a it's, game it's, right now. It's not the amount. It's just the amount. It's just what the calls. Are. Like a sidestep three with a little bit of contact on his hand now is not going to be considered a foul. Like 
I've noticed a lot of those this year where on a closeout, they'll catch a bit of the defender's finger. Um, that's after the shot. That would normally be called a foul because you're like, um, they'll still call the fouls where if you're near somebody's foot and like it affects the shot that way, uh, even after the shot, because they, they still have that airspace rule. But Harden's just not getting a lot of the calls that he normally does. Um, I think he'll find a way to pick it back up, but it's just he's a, a bit of a slow roll early on. Next team is the Bulls. I think, okay, I'm going to say something bold here. I'm okay. going to say something really bold. I think if Vooch comes back and finally remembers how to score the ball, I think this team is a contender. I think I don't think they're I don't think they're a finals win contender, but I think they can make it to the finals. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's a bold take. I think Lonzo needs to make shots that aren't threes. I think he needs I think he does need a little bit more. I know I say this all the time because I'm a biased Lonzo supporter. I do think he needs more ball handling opportunities. Obviously, he pat like as soon as he gets it, he, he either like passes it or shoots it really fast. Um, and that's kind of like what helps if she's making wise. But a lot of the time, you'll see DeRozan. But DeRozan's having an amazing season. DeRozan's looking like yeah. one of the best players in the league again. Like he's, uh, he's 26 points per game um, on 50 uh, on 50 percent from the field, and he's making threes this year. He's yeah, he's 36 percent. That's not bad. Yeah. He's making basically like basically one a game, and he's also been a really good initiator of offense with the Bulls, um, and he's stepped it up on defense as well. The Zach Levine's having he's averaging twenty six points, uh, six rebounds. Patrick Williams being out though does hurt them a lot. I we talked yeah that before. was that it's hurts. yeah that's defensively and offensively that's that hurts. But dudes like what's it called Io Dusumnu and. Uh, <laughs> Javante, Javante Green have both stepped it up. Um, Vooch needs to make more shots. Like right now, it's not even like a, a pick and pop type of situation. Like he's shooting 40% around the rim, which is like god awful for somebody who's 6'11". Um, and his points and his scoring totals are way down, which makes sense. He's playing with a lot more scores, but Vooch needs to make more shots. It's, yeah. uh, it's kind of that simple. Obviously he's out for COVID protocols right now. Um, which is kind of interesting, like, like code protocols have just become like a normal injury in the NBA. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, that guy's a sprained ankle. Oh, that guy's code protocol. Oh, got you, got you, got you. But it's also like, it's not like a, like, it's, it's something that's just kind of expected now. Like, like Embiid's been out for, with COVID protocol for like a, like a week now. It kind of just happens. Um, and I'm guessing it's going to happen for the next couple of years, which is kind of interesting, but. So we have a new segment. Is this a new segment? I feel like we've talked about this before, but like it hasn't been. I feel like this should, we should make this a segment. It's not official, you know. It's not official. This is. This you is. Want to make it a segment? Let's make it a segment. Yeah. All right, let's we do did it. it. It's done. Wow, we're just. It's it's crazy how quick and innovative we are, just like on the spot. That's what makes it the best basketball podcast exactly. in the world. Um. So this is the rookie report. <laughs> we're gonna talk about your favorite rookies, maybe your not so favorite rookies. I don't know. There's like eight people that listen. So if you guys have a favorite rookie, you know, then let us know. Um, <laughs> so who, Ennis, who, who is you, who is your standout, your standout rookie so far? I'd say there's two candidates. I would say number one is Cade, even though he's, he's only played, uh, oh my. like four, three or four games. You would say it's Cade, even though, even though he's garbage and he's a bust. He's, he's not. It's, though, it's been eight games and I'm saying he's a bust. I'm calling it already. 
He's a bust. Um, yeah, I would say I would say Cade right now. Cade's the one that stood out to you the most. Yeah. I'm giving that. I think I'm gonna give it to Evan Mobley. I think like a week ago I would have given it to Scotty Barnes, but then he locked up Jason Tatum like two days in a row. I think Evan Mobley has the highest ceiling out of anybody in this draft. He is a MVP level player. That, so you're putting him above Jalen Green, I am. your favorite I, I'm rookie. I'm putting him above Jalen Green, my favorite rookie, and my favorite, probably my favorite, who's been like one of my favorite basketball players since like high school. But like, I think, I don't think I knew how much Evan Mobley could score. I don't think I was aware of that. I thought he kind of just played defense. But then again, like I, we know we don't do much research here because we just we're so basketball oriented that like we watch like two minutes, we understand everything. No, but Evan Mobley offensively, I think has been like he's done everything that I thought he could do. Like he guards five positions. Um, the the threes are are they're a work in progress. He's currently shooting twenty six percent, and he's out for two weeks after he hurt his hand or something like two days ago. Um, shooting twenty six percent from three, but that's gonna go up. That's not like a. There's nothing to worry about there. That's not a. Yeah, I mean he's a center, so it's not really expected. Exactly. But yeah, and I think the fact that he's taking as many as he is, I think that's a good sign. Hmm. Currently, he's averaging 15, 8, and three. He's also been a really good passer. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense because, like, what's it called? Cleveland's playing like three seven footers in their starting lineup, which is still the craziest thing to me. <laughs> um, but actually, no, no, he's up to thirty percent now from three. Um, but he's taking, he's taking about two a game. Um, sometimes he make them, so sometimes he won't, but he's taking just a lot of pull-up jumpers. He does his thing in the post and like, he's not the type of guy. He's not going to back you down. You know, he's not a, he's not a shack. He's not a Zion. He's not going to give you like two dribbles. He's already at the rim. He, he's a bit of more, you know, finesse a little bit, you know, a little bit, whew, a little bit, whew, you know? So yeah, I think that's a, I, I do see the Anthony Davis thing, but I also think another player comp could be Kevin Garnett. Um, was just like with the with the elbow game, and he's making free throws too, which is good because I always get scared when like when young players don't make free throws, um, and then it like hmm. it never seems to fix itself unless you're Alonzo. Yeah, that's that's actually true. Yeah, and I think I think free throw shooting is the biggest indicator of like how good of a shooter you are. Like, I mean, at least at least for NBA players, if you're taking if you're willing to go to the free throw line and you're taking as many as you can, um, and you're making is like a a decent amount just like over 75 percent then you're chilling like shooting wise then you're chilling um yeah but he's also he's been shooting really efficiently 50 percent from the field um i think he's he's my standout rookie so far so far it's it's early in the season we're only like three weeks in or like a month in i don't i don't know how long it's been we're gonna have to do another rookie report yeah we will later we're not we're we're not gonna do it next week well the week after that because like we we need time for for these things to you know to settle we need to yeah um also there's like a there's like a five day delay exactly yeah but but you guys don't know like you know i gotta edit stuff you know scotty barnes scotty barnes (laughs) yes sir. scotty barnes i really 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 like scotty barnes i i was a he played at montverde with kate cunningham um, on like a really good team and he wasn't that good there. I mean, he was good, but it was more of just like a athletic, like he's a, he's a guy that can guard like multiple positions, very long arms. Um, he's 6'10". Uh, but I don't really think he was that great of a shooter, which he's not. He's not a super great three point shooter. He's not taking a lot of them. He's not making a lot of them. He's shooting 18% right now. Very small sample size though. We have to keep this in mind. 
with all of these rookies, it's only been like three weeks. And like the same thing happened last year. LaMelo had a really bad start last year. Same with Anthony Edwards. You have to keep that in mind that they're just not taking, like they're not making a lot of shots right now. But Scotty Barnes is making a lot of shots right now because he might be the best basketball player of all time. Um, he's averaging 16 points, eight rebounds. Obviously, Siakam has come back into the Raptors' offense, which is taking taking some shots away from from our boy Scotty Barnes here. But his mid-range game—he's currently shooting um, 45% in the mid-range, which is not sustainable, like whatsoever. But it's a shot that if he can consistently make, is a very useful thing to have in your offensive bag. Correct, Dennis? Correct. Um, he needs to be obviously the three-point shot's going to improve, but also on defense, he's been great. He's also making free throws. He's shooting 80% from the line. Great. Scotty Barnes, we'll check on you. We'll check in on you in a little bit. I'd say the I say Cade's my third rookie. I think I mean yeah. Jalen's Jalen's pretty far down there. I'm gonna be real with you. Just I mean I mean, bro, like to me, Cade looks like the most complete rookie. He is. I think I think he's the best rookie. I think he's definitely I think he's gonna be the best player out of Unless Evan Mobley does like what I think he's gonna do, I think him and Cade are gonna be the two best players to come out of this draft. I think these are like I think Cade, if like if he finds his shot, is like he, even if he doesn't, he has so much like his offensive game is so complete that like this is a he's a he's a guy you want to hold on to for a very long time. So he's played eight games so far. So you just oh yeah. You've just completely given up on Jalen. Hey, hey, I'll get to Jalen Green. We're not done with this yet. I, I have, I have high hopes. I have, I, I have a, I have a spiel. I found out that word a couple days yeah. ago. I, I have a spiel about Jalen. <laughs> um, so Cade's currently shooting 14 times a game, and he's making five, which is like horrible. It's horrendous. It's like, it's like rookie year Lonzo Ball stats. Um, but I've watched three of Cade's games so far out of the eight he's played. Why does it say he's 6'8"? He's definitely not 6'8". Him and Jalen are like the same height. There's no way he's 6'8". Um, nice. Nah, there's eight. no way. Well, there was that there was that whole thing before the draft. He was he was he was six nine for a bit. Then he was six five. Then he was six seven. Now he's back to six eight. Um, he must be wearing those Lebrons. Those Lebrons give you like eight inches. Like <laughs> those things are those things are big. Those are some brick shoes. Um, no, but okay, Cade. I think one thing that I've really liked, um, Dwayne Casey talked about this. He's a very willing learner. Like there's a there's a couple reads that he made during the Rockets game where he just like he completely picked apart the defense like in the pick and roll. Like he, he Isaiah Stewart comes up on the right, like he slowly probes his way in, and then obviously there's the Rockets are like a, a horrible defensive team, so this was easy for him to exploit. Um, he backs up with like a one dribble step back, and then he fakes him and then lobs it back to Isaiah to uh, to Isaiah Stewart on the next play they run the same action but then they're seeing the Isaiah Stewart lob incoming so he makes the long pass to the other corner and then it's corner three obviously they miss because it's it's the Detroit Pistons that are a horrible basketball team but I think the <laughs> fact that he's already making like and like very high Luka Doncic James Harden level reads in the pick and roll like is indicative of also him being 6'8 like he doesn't need to like those reads become way easier for him. Like, he's a big playmaker. Um, the shooting is going to come with time. It, it's a bit of a funky shot. Like, it, it's a, he has a really low release point. Um, and he said something, like, a couple weeks ago about trying to make it higher. And I think that would help him a lot, especially, like, 
Um, on mid-range pull-ups, uh, if he's guarded by a bigger guy and if the center, like, if they're playing drop coverage, it is pretty easy to get a block on him. Um, but he also has a solid floater game, which is, like I said, he's the most offensively complete player in the draft so far. Um, hey, I said that. Yeah, and I said that, not me. I lied. You're copying my words. Yeah, I completely did. Um, I think the assists will come up. Currently, he's averaging four and then five rebounds. He's also grabbing two offensive rebounds a game, which is like kind of bizarre. But he just he seems to be in the right places at the right time. Uh, and he had a really good game like two nights ago. We had 25, eight, and eight. Um, I think you're gonna see that like a like it's a solid amount of times throughout the season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cade Cunningham. Keep your eyes open for Cade Cunningham. If he's playing your team, then just take a take a take a closer closer watch. All right, next rookie, Chris Duarte. Um, actually, no, not Chris Duarte. Um, he hasn't really been playing as much as I thought he would. Um, well, he has. I just haven't been watching Indiana Pacers games. Uh, my bad. Don't worry, man. I don't think anyone yeah, does. Yeah. All right. I don't even think the guy. I don't I even. Mean, th- wait. Actually, no. A lot of people do because, like, Pat Boyle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, never mind. Everybody watches the Indiana Pacers game. Go watch if you're. I- I'm pretty sure you can just like don't don't illegally watch the game, but uh, you know just to find a way to watch an Indiana Pacers game, bro. I, it 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 won't let me say Chris Duarte. Okay, Chris Duarte. He he is a four year senior coming from. Why won't it tell me what college he is? He's going to. Okay, he he's from some college. I don't know. It's not telling me. Um, he he played four years, uh, and I think he is he is a ready to contribute player. Like I think in he's shooting forty percent from three right now, um, fourteen points, and he's making them at a high clip. He's taking five a game. Uh, he's also he has a solid mid range game. Yeah, I mean he's he's just a, he's a natural scorer. Um, I watched him against the Heat. Uh, he gets to his spots really easily. He makes open threes. There's not much more you could ask out of an NBA player. Um, defensively, maybe it's going to pick up. Uh, I don't know. He seemed there's definitely there's definitely lapses on defense, but uh, right now he's he's good. He's he's a good rookie. Um, he was I think he was a he was a rookie. Oh, he was from he four years at Oregon, Oregon, Oregon has I think Oregon has the best college jerseys. In football and yeah. basketball. I think it's just, it's undisputed that Oregon has the best jerseys. We needed like an NBA, like, what's it called? If, they, if the Supersonics had a team, they could they could do like a collab with Oregon. Because it would be like the same thing. That'd be sick. Adam Silver, get on top of that. Give Seattle a team. Or move the, actually don't move the Clippers. Yeah, Adam. Or, or move, do move the Clippers. Or, oh, we need to talk about the Staples, the Staples Center name change. Yes, we have to okay, talk okay. about that. Okay, yeah. let me finish the rookie report and then we'll... We'll talk about the, the Staples Center name change. Okay, right. so there's one more rookie. Um, this is my favorite rookie. This is the rookie I was highest on going to the draft. Um, Jalen Green. Jalen Green is the most up-and-down player I've ever seen. Like, ever. Um, one night, he has six points against the Lakers. The next night, he has 24 against the Lakers, and he's hitting step-back threes over Anthony Davis. There's, there's no real explanation. I think he's the best... I think he has the best dribble separation out of anybody in the draft class. I think he's the best scorer. I think he will be the best scorer in like two years. I think he'll be averaging like 28 um, for like for Houston. Um, but a lot of the problems that come with Jalen Green is he's just not getting any reps. Um, Steven Silas is currently like experimenting with Kevin Porter Jr., a point guard. And Kevin Porter Jr. is a really, really bad point guard. Um, 
he just he doesn't make a lot of really simple reads um and he also his first instinct seems to be sh like shoot first it doesn't seem to be looking for like for the pass um and he's just not making a lot of shots right now either and he's running point guard and taking the uh, like Jalen's getting three pick and rolls three pick and rolls a game here um which is not what you want out of like a rookie that you want to like blossom offensively um who's going to be the cornerstone of your franchise i think give Jalen more reps at point guard or just give him more ball handling opportunities because a lot of the time most of his shots are either coming off of like off of like threes at the end of the shot clock or like open shots and he's knocking down some open shots right now um but he'll have like right now he's has he's shooting god awful like worse than kate he's shooting 27 percent from three um, he's taking seven a game, which is good. I think how many attempts he's getting up, that's good. He's also getting the free throw line um, three times a game, which is good for a rookie. Um, also, very high turnover player, uh, but that's going to come with time. There's no, there's no real way around that. Um, he's also he's on mid range pull ups. Like if there's a if they're running drop coverage, then he'll come off. Uh, he'll use the screen and then he'll pull up, like. And like really fast and like not really think about it which is good a lot of the time if you're like Kevin Durant but he's shooting 14% on them which is like that means he's made like two when he shot like 30 um, so I think if he can start making that shot consistently and also just a lot of these shots uh, are gonna start falling for him like those open corner threes they just need to set your feet shoot it's gonna come with time uh, he's Getting the free throw line and consistency. Consistency is going to be a big thing, um, but that's with high volumes like scores. That's that's a problem that you're going to have like until like your fifth year in the league. Um, so, yeah, Jalen Green. He's my fifth best rookie. He's had really good games. He had a 30 piece against the Celtics in his third game. He's uh, and he made eight threes that game, which I don't think you can make eight threes and not be able to shoot. So I think it's all going to come with time. I think this rookie class is very interesting. I think they have a, I think they, this is the best rookie class since 2017. Wow. Yeah. Since, since the Lonzo, um, Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox, I don't remember who else was there, uh, rookie class. No, no, you forgot about, you forgot about Markel Fultz. Oh yeah. Hey, Markel's not a bad NBA player anymore. Okay. He's, he plays in, in Orlando. I think he was averaging like 14 last year. We just, I, I feel bad for Markel, you know? No, I don't know. 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 How <laughs> All right, let's talk about Staples Center. All right, Staples Center. Center. Oh, this is bad. Staples Woo! Center has, oh has changed so their name to Crypto.com Center. Possibly the worst name in NBA history for an arena. I feel like it would have been fine if they just did like, crypto center i mean that sounds kind of yeah. cool but like crypto.com arena it's it's like, it, what it's this? really bad what like it's this? it's kind of impressive how bad it is it's like and like i don't know why they would ruin the the whole thing with the staples center like that's that's something that i wouldn't remember so like staples center is so memorable paul, paul george said something and i don't think i've ever agreed with anything paul george has ever said in his whole life but <laughs> paul george said i grew up thinking about the staples center this is the arena that everybody thinks of. No, like obviously at some point the name change, like it's gonna happen. But I don't, I don't understand. Like the Crypto.com Center. Why is it gonna happen though? Like why, why would they do this? Like 
they they got provided a huge bag like there was like i bet you this is genie bus's fault it's usually her fault so we're gonna blame her um <laughs> like the crypto.com center yeah i'm gonna go to the lakers game go watch a this is almost as bad as the smoothie king center i'm gonna be for real this is almost as bad <laughs> as the smoothie king center like i don't know who was in charge of this i don't know if the company was i don't know if like like this is i i, I understand the name i understand they got a a large amount of money for it i'm still gonna call it the staple center for as long as humanly possible till it gets phased out because that's what i associate with the lakers play like even people yeah. who have never I, I don't think anyone's gonna say crypto.com yeah. like even people who have never watched basketball in their entire life they know about the staple center like and not even not even just for the lakers but it's like concerts happen there all the time big events happen there all the time like why oh yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go like head down to the crypto.com center what what <laughs> where are you going oh, i'm going to staples oh god you got you got you like i don't this this shouldn't have happened this is stupid um that's all now we're gonna talk about some teams in the east that are kind of un- underperforming uh and that are not up to their expectations that were set from them before the season uh by basically everyone so first we're going to start out with the boston celtics uh they're currently seven and eight at the time of this recording under 500 they're five and five in their last 10 games um for them i think their whole thing is uh staying healthy number one and also number two jason tatum who has not been playing as well as he should as well as he normally plays, he's still averaging 23 points a game, uh, eight rebounds, three assists. But um, it's a little bit under his, his numbers from last year. Also, he's shooting 38% from the oh field. Oh my god! Ooh. Like that would be uh, that would be pretty good from three. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, okay, from the field. To to and 31% from. To three. be fair, to be fair, he had a good game today, but they still lost, and I think that's the bigger problem. I, I don't think today today November seventeenth yeah at the time of this recording at, on November seventeenth go check when Jason Tatum played if he's playing bad in the future let us know um, <laughs> but I think I, I don't think Jason Tatum is the problem because I think I think if you're a really good scorer and as you know this I know this like if you're having a bad day like you're gonna have a bad day there's there's no way around it sometimes you get into slump sometimes not as many shots are going in. But eventually, they're going to start going in again. Because you've been making those shots your whole life. I don't think Jason Tatum's the problem. I think the actual Celtics roster is the problem. They suck. They are really, really bad. I think Ime Udoka's defense is really, really bad. I think his offense is even worse. Um, also, Jalen Brown is gone. And Jalen Brown's like, he's he was playing way better than Tatum was before he got injured for... I'm not like I'm not one of those Laker fans who like hates the Celtics irrationally because I wasn't like alive for when that happened. I just like it it's it's kind of their fault. Like the Celtics were in a situation like two years ago where they were like the best team in the league, um, like by far. Uh, and then like three years ago they were playing against like LeBron who was dude, the league changes so fast. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Three years ago, LeBron no four years ago, LeBron was on the Cavs playing in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics who had Kyrie Irving on their on that team. Is that weird? Yeah. Like like the league changed and like Kevin Durant was still on the Warriors and then Chris Paul and James Harden were both still on the Rockets. But now the Rockets are rebuilding and it's only been 2 years. Life moves pretty fast. 
Who's still on the same team? It's the moral of the story. Steph's on the same team. That's it. From like three years ago, he's probably the only player that's on this. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Oh yeah, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown still, and Marcus Smart. Those are three Celtics that have stayed. Also, Marcus Smart needs to stop playing. He's not, especially when Dennis Schroeder is on the floor. He's like somehow looked like a good basketball player this year. It's just the Laker effect. There's no way around it. Um, <laughs> but Marcus Smart is really, really bad. He cannot make shots, and also he's not putting in a lot of effort on defense. Like. He got beat so many times by like so by Darius Garland and by Ricky Rubio during that Cavs game. Like the the Celtics, they need like a they need some something to jumpstart like or just make like a big trade. You know, go go trade for Bradley Beal, I guess. I don't know. That team's in shambles. There's no way around it. Emil Doka's offense consists of like post ups and like Jason Tatum ISOs in the corner. Like this team's really bad. No way around it. Jason Tatum is well. Jason Tatum is really bad too. Um, he's not really the issue. I think the issue comes with the poorly constructed roster that the Celtics have. The next team that is underperforming is the Milwaukee Bucks. They're 11th in the Western Conference at the time of the recording. They're also 7-8, and eight, uh, under 500, 4-6 in the last 10 games. Uh, now, they just beat the Lakers at the, um, on the, at the time of this recording. So, uh, that was a big win for them. Yeah. I feel like. Um... What do you think is the problem with this team right uh, now? Or is there is there even a there's problem? There's no problem. Um, this team just won a championship really easily. Giannis is is like the second best player in the NBA right now. Chris Middleton played his first game like again right now against the Lakers and they won. And Drew Holiday is back like from two games ago. No, Chris Middleton played like six games. Oh yeah, then he got injured. Okay, but now the Milwaukee's back. They're going to be fine. They'll be like the third or the fourth seed, and then they'll win another championship probably. So who knows? Um, yeah, Milwaukee's fine. There's um, and also Grayson Allen has shown some. He's made he's made some real strides this year. Um, after like everybody called him like a garbage NBA player for multiple years, but yeah, he's made some strides. They let him take as many threes as they want. Uh, Milwaukee's going to be fine. All right, the next team is Atlanta, seven and nine, twelfth in the Eastern Conference. Atlanta's bad. I'm gonna say it. You know, you know, you know what the problem is. Clint what? Capella. Clint Capella is buns. Clint Capella is doo-doo. Like Clint Capella puts no debt, no, no effort in at all on defense. And then Trey Young is out here on his pre- uh, like talking to the press. He's saying, "Oh yeah, man, it's just I'm not putting. You know, it doesn't feel the same as playoff basketball. You made the playoffs one time, a singular time." Every other year, your team has been tanking. Like, this team should not be as bad as it is. They have Kevin Huerta, W, John Collins. Bro, you could just stop there. You could just stop <laughs> there at Kevin Huerta. Like, if you have Kevin Huerta on your team, you should not be below that's, 500. That's what I'm saying. Period. Like, Trey Young, Trey Young's having a he's having a mediocre season, but that's gonna pick up. That's not the, that's not the no nobody no superstar has a really bad season for like the entire year unless you're Paul George. This attitude that they have, like cut it out, uh, like cut it out. You made the playoffs one time. There's no like there's no hunger. Like you got you got bet you got beat really bad by a Milwaukee team that had no Giannis in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're not that good. And if you want to tell people that you're good, then start winning games. They won a game against the Celtics today, um, which was good. But the Celtics suck, so it's not really that great. Um, go put more effort in. Go learn how to play basketball. Stop crying. Next team. Are there any more teams? 
I mean, unless you want to count the Pacers, but... Uh, the Pacers are... I think the Pacers will be a playing team. I there, There's not much to say about the Pacers. There's, like, DeMontis Sabonis is, like, okay. I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon's pretty fun. So is Chris Duarte. TJ McConnell's one of my... F- Bro, why do the Pacers have such a good team on paper? They do. Well, it was just, like, they have a really... They have a solid team. They have, like, one all-star and, like, one... Like borderline, like 2015 All Star, and like Malcolm Brogdon, but Malcolm Brogdon, Sabonis, Lavert, Chris Duarte, Miles Turner, TJ. Miles Turner's not that good. Jim we need to stop this. Whoever, whoever said Miles Turner's like a defensive player of the year candidate, stop it, stop it, <laughs> stop it. On offense, he is so useless. He refuses. Bro, he's shooting 43. percent He's taking like two a game. It doesn't matter, and doesn't matter. No, he's taking five. He's taking a game. five. What? My bad. Is he actually? There's no way. You gotta be lying. There's yeah. no. You gotta be lying. No way. Miles Turner's playing. He's averaging 14 points, and he's, you got me excited. And seven rebounds. <laughs> How is yeah, he? Yeah, but t- he's shooting five threes a game and making 43 percent of them. That means he's making two threes a game. Every NBA player makes two threes a game. I can. Not every NBA center. Oh my God. I I go to 24 hour fitness and I make eight eight threes a game. That just doesn't make a difference. Miles Turner shoot more threes and. Just make more shots. Just be better, Miles Turner. Why is his nickname Samurai Miles? What? Who made that up? Miles Miles Turner is a is a two-time block champ. That is the only accolade on his resume. Wow, Miles. That this is he's like the Andre Drummond of defense. Like he doesn't actually do anything. Like at all. Go give Defensive Player of the Year to Draymond. He deserves it. He's just locked up the best player in the world. Go give Draymond Defensive Player of the Year. Draymond's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> I would like to issue Jason Kidd a formal apology. I called you a bad coach. You're an even worse person. Um, mainly just because of the way you look. I'm just not a big fan. Uh, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm not. I'm sorry, Jason Kidd. Um, your team's really good. Luka Doncic is even having that good of a season. Oh, Chris House Porzingis. He's a great NBA player again. What happened? Like, what? Tingus Pingus. Tingus Pingus. Pingus is the man. He, he's solid. He's making shots. 19 points a game, 8 rebounds. He's looking solid. What can I say? I mean, playing more minutes. He's playing 28 minutes a game. But I understand. Tingus Pingus, do your thing, man. Go, go out there and hoop. I believe in you. Yeah. I believe in Tingus Pingus. You were an all-star four years ago. I think you can get back to that. I think he can. Me too. Wait, actually, no. Wait, what did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is his sixth season? That boy is old. My God. Okay. Anyway, like a thousand-year-olds. Okay. Kit. <laughs> they don't have Tingus Pingus under his nicknames. That's disappointing. No. That's, there's there's Porzing God, Unicorn, KP6, Porzinger. <laughs> <laughs> Also, play him at center. Like, he's not a power forward. He's 7'3". This is like the same Anthony Davis nonsense. Go play center. Like, I'm being serious. Like, you are a center. Go play center. You're 7'3". This needs to stop. This is like, it's... Go play center. I don't don't care. Like, you put on all that muscle for what? For what? To do nothing? God, Tingus Pingus. Go out there and hoop. I believe in you. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, 3 seed, 4 seed. Um, Lakers not making it to the playoffs. That's all I have to say. What? Yep. Where do you get that from? The Lakers 
are bad, man. Like it is, it gets gradually worse every single game. Like every single game. And like, it, it makes it even worse because we were gonna sign DeMar in the off season and now he's like having an MVP level year. It's like, it's, it's, it hurts me in my soul. And LeBron just said, nah, I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna do it. My, my abs hurt. What? What is this? <laughs> AD is out here like clutching his groin every single game. Russ is like, Russ is throwing six turnovers a game. And then THT is the only bright spot on our team. Wayne Ellington can't make a three. Like, I don't... What? Wayne Ellington is so good at making Dude, threes. Dude, he, he sold like the entire like first and second quarter against Milwaukee today. Okay, but that's one game. You're judging people. No, Wayne Ellington's game. garbage, man. He's not good. Wayne Ellington is a great shooter. M- Mello... Wayne Ellington, if Wayne Ellington's a great shooter, my dad's a great shooter. What is what? Okay, then your dad's a great shooter. And as you've seen my dad shoot, let's not get let's not get out of hand here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Carmelo was really good for like two weeks. I don't know. I'll like like whenever you go to Staples Center, they literally have a chant anytime he enters the game. It's like that serious. But now he kind of sucks again, and we kind of had to expect that. This is like a forty-five-year-old um, pretending to be. A 22 year old so once and we need production to come off the bench Kendrick Nunn no idea when he's coming back Trevor Ariza what is Trevor Ariza doing Trevor Ariza does not have the authority to sit on the bench the entire game like he's LeBron like go out there and play I don't care if your ankle hurts it, it doesn't matter we need to win games we signed you we gave you money like a million dollars go out there and hoop my god this team's garbage and Frank Vogel, don't even get me started on Frank Vogel. Every time, every time I do that zoom in on the bench, Frank Vogel, he, he just he just looks confused. Like like he doesn't know what you're doing. You gotta be know what you're doing. If Jason Kidd knows what he's doing, Frank Vogel's gotta know what he's doing. You're a championship coach. Come on now. If if this doesn't work by the trade deadline, Led GM's gotta get everybody out of here. Everybody. Start grabbing rebounds, Anthony Davis. You're washed. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 37 of Hoop Talk. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And make sure to follow our social media. It's at Hoop Talk Podcast. And stay tuned for the next one. Peace.